sure that so many things is moving the continent. Africa is the continent of today and tomorrow, not only for tomorrow. I am Frank Bournois, Professor of Management and the Dean of ESCP Business School. Together in the uh, Choice Makers, we will be meeting leaders who embody and incarnate unique leadership styles with a shared conviction that the business world must nourish society. Hello, everybody. For this new episode, I have the pleasure of uh, speaking with an exceptional outstanding entrepreneur and also an ESCP alumnus. Hello to you, um, Hassan and Hiriji. Hassan, and welcome to this program. Um, you, you are, Hassan, and the uh, current uh, CEO of uh, the Axiom Group. Um, maybe we could start this program in asking you uh, a little bit more about your uh, personal story and probably also how you got where you are now today. Good morning, Frank. Thank you for welcoming me at this amazing program. And good morning, the community. I hope everybody is doing well. So basically, Frank, uh, very happy to share some of my experience and my background with everybody. Um, born in Madagascar uh, 47 years ago, and uh, I've uh, done my studies in this incredible school that is USCP. And uh, after finishing school and a uh, little professional experience in Paris, I decided to join back Madagascar, my family business. That was mainly composed of industrial and trading business. So I just would say that I came back to my home country at that time. Today, the group, as far as I, um, as I see it, is bringing together a variety of expertise in different fields from energy, real estate, fintech, you said also uh, services like financial services and telecoms. Uh, uh, you are also very clearly a, a pan-African group with a, a, a strong growth potential. Um, you are present in uh, many countries of uh, the Indian Ocean and also on the uh, African continent. Um, uh, it, what's the story maybe from your end uh, regarding the rise and the growth of the group? Basically, today the group is active as an investor and operator on infrastructure and services for the long run, for the long term. The group has just enjoyed the incredible growth that is happening on the continent. Today we know that in Africa we are lacking of infrastructure, our service needs to be improved, and our vision is today to become the model the exemplar model of a privately owned group that is showing the proper governance, the proper technology, bringing innovation and showcasing the fact that in Africa, we can make amazing assets by Africans for Africans. And this is very important to us. So as you said earlier, in infrastructure and in services, we are part of the telecom stories, energy stories, financial service stories, and today we've got 6,000 people working alongside with us that are everyday passionate and engaged to grow the business amongst the environment where we're working. We're active now in nine geographies directly, and we are also invested in private equity funds that are active on the continent. Why so? Because it was important for us to have a 
deep and global knowledge of what is happening in all the geographies of the continent. You see what are the business that are working. So with the private equity funds, we have also access to this wide variety of assets. Just maybe for uh, our uh, audience, what, what, what are the synergies that you see in having such a, a diversity of activities in the group? That, that's a very, very important point you're highlighting, uh, Frank. Today, what we're bringing in the day-to-day -day life of the population where we're operating basically is inclusion. And we're trying to find the common point with all those inclusion. But today, when you talk about our various business, when we talk about telecom, we talk about digital, digital about uh, finance, the common point is to bring the proper infrastructure, the proper backbone to connect everybody. Today, we're very active in creating electricity inclusion, creating digital inclusion, and creating financial inclusion. I will take an example. For example, we have our telecom company in Madagascar. We have connected more than 10 million Malagasy people to the digital world. We're bringing communication, we're bringing uh, leisure, we're bringing work, we're bringing information, etc., through those networks. At the same time, we've developed an amazing service, which is the mobile money. Thanks to the mobile money, today a Malagasy farmer in the middle of nowhere can enjoy and have a loan on the mobile money platform from $1 to $100. You would not have never thought to go in a bank, in an agency bank, because first, they have no much agency bank. And secondly, he's not literate. So his literacy level is low. So even though there was an agency bank, he couldn't have enjoyed to have a bank account, etc. Now he can have in five minutes with a 2G phone as a loan for 30 up to 90 days. So with my telecom platform, I'm bringing digital. I'm bringing at the same time financial. I think, uh, Hassanen, that uh, our uh, listeners will very much like uh, this notion of inclusion because a lot of uh, other leaders, other business leaders would have said it's an integrated group. But it's more than integration, it's inclusion, especially, as you were saying, uh, 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 maybe a, a, a lot of geographies or sectors in Africa tended to be excluded uh, uh, a, a long, for, for, for a long time, and you are bringing that inclusion, which is, I feel, bringing a, a sense of protection for uh, customers and, and, and people, and, and this is very important. On top of this, I heard that uh, Axion is looking very much to innovate across uh, many of its uh, businesses. How, are, how is this happening? How much of this is coming from you in inspiring innovation? Uh, from the top down of the organization, through your leadership, or through uh, many other ways. Would you tell us about this? Because I think this is an important aspect of your uh, management at uh, Axion. In innovation, Frank, is at the heart of our action. Okay? We've got different kind of innovation. I'm not going to mention much about innovation in our uh, product and services by the fact that we were the first to launch 5G on the continent in Africa. Uh, before South Africa or uh, Morocco or the classical usual suspects. And we brought 5G at the same time as it was happening in Europe. Today, we want to be, make sure that we're not laggards. In 2020, 2022, what, I, what is happening in Europe, in the United States, is happening at the same time 
in Africa, and this is very important for us. I'm not going to mention much about the, the innovation in product and services. The innovation that I'd like to highlight is uh, in terms of leadership and about the, the, the methodology, how we work and we interact with our teams. I think this is very important, if I can pass that message. 30 years ago, I would say I've started my business when I started in business, sorry. I started by the time where there was the command and control system, um, the verticality. Today, now with our digital economy, with our information society, this command and control structure doesn't exist anymore. Okay, We have now to be totally horizontal. And this is very important for us at Axion. At Axion, we believe in openness, in discussing with everybody, in sharing experience, in cross-fertilizing between ourselves. And I mean, my office is open to everybody. Anybody that wants to, to drop me an email, okay, we can discuss, we can interact, okay, and we can share. And from discussion, I always say, lights come. Okay, we find proper solution. And this kind of management where you are horizontal first, Secondly, what is very important is that everybody should be totally independent. But being independent, be autonomous, doesn't mean that you're not accountable for what you're doing. But you have to redesign, reshape the way you're interacting with your colleagues. You should work in working group, okay, and breaking the barriers between the various divisions of the company. And I suppose that you have uh, 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 just around you a, 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 a set of uh, of, um, of, uh, of colleagues and uh, uh, representing the different geographies and the different sectors. Is that more or less like a matrix uh, group or just uh, uh, people that you have picked up and chosen uh, as the best talents in, in, in the group to set up all of that innovation? Just a few words about your uh, entourage or your inner circle as a leader this is always very important uh, we're organized we've got clusters okay so we've got our energy clusters we've got our telecommunication clusters fintech clusters and uh, property the, the fact is that today of course we're interacting and this is very important and thanks to our product and services certain of them it's easy to interact now we don't want to have a heavy structures where you've got too many layers and verticalities coming back for us, I always define, I say, when we talk about Axion, people ask me, oh, Axion is a group of companies, etc." I say, not at all. Axion is a methodology. Axion is a vision. Axion is an entrepreneurship way of thinking. What we're waiting from all our colleagues and teams, and what I always say to everybody, you are all of you, you are doers, okay? We don't, we are not makers. We must be sure that our entrepreneurial spirit okay, is very much active and is shared by everybody. This is key. Everybody has a role in this organization and everybody should think as an entrepreneur. If he has some new inputs, he wants to share an idea, okay, he can drop all the ideas. There are no stupid questions, only stupid answers. And this is very important. So, of course, I've got around me a team of experts and amongst them, a uh, couple of uh, alumnus, uh, alumni from um, ESCP, but we've got a lot of people from various horizons. And the, big, the biggest challenge, I would say, for, for, for a business like ours is the cultural uh, fact, uh, factor. It's very important because culture in the various 
uh, geographies where we're operating is not the same. And also the origin of the assets. Certain assets we grow, we took it from privatized asset, or certain are we bought from international company. So you've got a variety of culture, entrepreneurial culture, private culture that we have to mix together. And what we're bringing is we said that today to become everybody at the same level, you are all entrepreneurs, you are all doers. Usually when people are talking about um, uh, culture, of course, th 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 there is this um, uh, culture in terms of uh, different national identities, linguistic dimensions and all of this. Is this also part of your uh, 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 thinking in terms of uh, 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 cultural differences that you have as a challenge in the group? Absolutely, Frank. It's very, very important. The cultural factor is key. Each and every African, there is no one Africa. We're talking about variety of African countries and people. And every country has its specific code, language, specificities, and each of them are very proud of what they are. Okay. For example, when you go to Togo, they're very proud. We are operating in Togo. I've been impressed by the quality of the people the level of literacy, but also about the, 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 the fact that they're very proud to be Togolese. And when you bro, 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 bring to them this factor of cultural factor, be proud of what you are. The branding of our company there is enjoying the same colors as the branding of the national flag. And when we did that, it's bringing, I mean, a, 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 a factor of uh, energy to them which is very, very important. And we've seen that in our other geographies in Senegal, in Tanzania. It's very, it's key for them. Hassan, uh, I know you're a very uh, modest, you said it already, person, but if you are, um, if we are taking you on down the road of uh, your achievements, what would you say are maybe some of the uh, major advances that you undertook in your different uh, business lines and that you are probably proud of uh, 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 over time, um, if you like. Uh, and, and of course, that's very open. Uh, I know it's an embarrassing question for a humble person like yourself, but uh, I'd like to take you down this road. Oh, I would say, I would do two categories, if I may. The first category is some facts. Okay, Today, we can say that we become the sixth biggest telecom group on the continent. 15 years ago, we were nowhere. We had zero subscribers. Today, we are active in nine countries. Where, uh, we've got 40 million subscribers. And we are now uh, talking and fighting and competing with the biggest name on the continent on telecommunication. People such as Vodafone, people such as uh, Orange, Airtel, the big names, the big boys, the usual suspect. And coming from an industry where I'm not neither a telecom engineer nor uh, I had a, a telecom group, and we started nearly from nowhere. Okay, we had zero subscribers. This is a great achievement, and the, the, this one uh, was important one. The, the second example I would like to to mention that is making me very proud now. Okay, and I will, I want to mention our business in electricity. We're bringing through our microgrids I was mentioning to you earlier, we're bringing electricity to 100,000 people on a digitalized, decarbonated, and decentralized way. Those people, if we were not active for, for them, 
they would have never thought to have electricity for the coming 20 years. I bet you during the next 20 years, nothing would have happened because our network in terms of electricity in certain of the companies where we're operating, they're either insufficient in terms of sizing or they are made of uh, fossil uh, oil uh, or they are made, they are totally centralized and you can have, you can't have long, long distance transmission line. So we're bringing light, which is, I mean, the most important, Fiat Lux, we're bringing light to people who would have never hoped to get that. And this is making me very proud. We're talking about today 100,000 people. And we do think that we can unlock this more and more with our partners. And we'll talk, we'll talk about millions in the coming years. And this is very important. And, and regarding green management, I suppose that it is also a very big challenge to, um, to, to put in place. By being an entrepreneur on the continent, you have to face the challenges of the countries where you're operating. And we see that challenges are numerous. Uh, on, the coming, on the coming years, I mean, we're very much concerned about either the systemic challenges and also the global challenges. I'm going to start about the systemic one. I mean, we all know that the coming months and years will be challenging because of inflation, because of interest rate. And with a little delay, we are facing those challenges on the continent. I mean, price of all edible food, uh, I mean, uh, oil, etc., are exploding. We're seeing the oil price are affecting us very much in our growth. Just right after COVID, now we've got this new crisis coming. It's very difficult for our African economies. We're very much dependent uh, on fuel. We're dependent on a lot of food, uh, food stuff and items. It's going to be very challenging for us. Those are the systemic challenges. Then we've got also the global challenges, which is the, the most important for us is the global warming. Okay, the, the, the environment and the carbon footprint today of everybody. This is going to be our next biggest challenge for us. And at Axiom, we're very mindful about that. We're making sure that we're taking now the steps to try and reduce our carbon footprint and to eradicate it totally within the next 10 years. Today, our countries are suffering from, I would say, environmental inequality. We're not polluting on the continent. I mean, we know who are the polluters, okay? We are making most pollution on the world. Nevertheless, we're suffering from that because our environment, we're suffering from this global warm. We're seeing drought. We're seeing all those kind of flooding all around. So we have ourselves to fight against that. And we have to create the ecosystem, the environment to be much more sustainable on the long run. Another point which is key for us in terms of challenge funk is education. I mean, I'm very much focused. We had our strategic committee a couple of months ago, and we were seeing that for the coming years, the most important part for us about the global challenges and the systemic challenges are the education challenge. For us, we're seeing that, of course, we've got a young population that is growing, people from rural places that are coming into towns, and we're still in that. And this energy from the young is very important, but, I mean, our education system are not fit, organized to enjoy all the students. And when you see the level of literacy from primary school to university, I mean, it's scary. And the quality also of the teaching is not that amazing. 
So we have to improve that. This is going to be my challenge for the next five to 10 years. We have started a new university at Axian. We built our Axian University, which is primarily focused for our internal employees, but we will move towards bringing this and open this in all our geographies to other people. This is going to be key. Um, it's clearly for me now obvious that when uh, I think the slogan of the group is let's grow together, uh, I understand that it's not just uh, for the people and the employees of Axion, but it's about uh, 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 maybe all these young people, the demographics of Africa and beyond. Uh, uh, am I right in, in, in thinking uh, this way? or uh... The let's grow story, Frank, is an impact story. How can we be impactful? And we must walk the talk. It's not just saying that, okay, I want to become an impact company or I want to become entreprise à mission. It's you have to showcase that you are an impact company. Today, inside all our company, we've got an impact index. We're measuring each of our colleagues, each of our employees, to what impact they're bringing on their day-to-day business to the community. We push them always make money, but do good. How is this? Um, how is this happening? For instance, in terms of um, this big collective international fight against uh, global uh, 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 warming, uh, uh, it, 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 can you tell us a little bit more? Because I think that uh, uh, the, the the group and yourself uh, are very mobilized uh, in that direction. Today, uh, in our business, in our infra and service business, when we're doing, and this is one of the common part of our activities, when we're deploying telecom networks, we're not just only doing telecom, but we're doing as well, we're doing electricity because unfortunately our grid uh, footprint is quite small. So when we're uh, implementing our telecom networks, we're making sure that we're bringing also the right energy even though it costs more expensive, but we're putting money inside our solar batteries, inside our renewable uh, energy system, either via wind, either via hydro, but it is key for us. Our uh, energy division, which started by distributing uh, petroleum products 20 years ago, now has totally shifted and now is organizing itself to become a leader in power generation in terms of renewable. We have started project in Senegal, we discussed in Madagascar, we're discussing project in Gabon in some other geographies. And it's key for us now, we will be, do, we'll be doing only decarbonated energy. And where we are active in terms of power generation in fossil uh, fuel, we're pushing to have hybridation and to turn them into renewable. We're also active in the Global Warming Front with our foundation. We've got Axion Foundation, and there we've got a very, very important and dense program about reforestation, about protecting the existing forest. Uh, I mean, in my home country, it's unfortunate to say that 70% of the primary forests have disappeared. So I'm welcoming you very soon, Franck, to come and visit because I'm scared that in 10, 15, 20 years, I won't be able to show you the same things, which are incredible today. So this is a real big, big challenge and concern for us. 
I have also in mind that you have yourself a, 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 a podcast, I think it's called Changing Africa, uh, where you're meeting uh, here and then with uh, uh, business leaders uh, across Africa and, and, and not just in a, a, a small number of countries. Um, this is really showing that you're a, a connected, highly connected leader, but that you are also connecting uh, maybe leaders with one another. That That's very far from your, uh, uh, strictly speaking, uh, business uh, uh, activities. Can you tell us about this? Because maybe that's a way to manage and lead also beyond borders. Uh, Frank, uh, uh, Changing Africa podcast is very, very important for me. Why? Because I'm an entrepreneur and uh, very humbly speaking, and you've highlighted what I've been achieving in my day-to-day -day business, in my, uh, in my vision. But I mean, there are so many energies, so many people achieving great, amazing things on the continent in various levels, either people DFIs uh, or entrepreneurs or people in the administration, they're doing at their own level on their day-to-day, -day, they're engaged, they're passionate about what they're doing. And Changing Africa is about showcasing them, those trailblazers, those pioneers. We want to show that so many things is moving the continent. Africa is the continent of today and tomorrow, not only for tomorrow. Things are moving. We're leapfrogging technology. We're changing the processes. We're digitalizing everything. I mean, we're going much faster than the westernized country. Uh, we, I was mentioning uh, mobile money. What we're doing with mobile money, you're not doing 10% of that. In, in Europe, sorry, sorry to say so. What we're doing in terms of energy, of course we are far, but we are leapfrogging everything, okay? It's exactly the, the, the mobile phone story. We, we didn't go, went through the copper line. We didn't went through uh, the vendor uh, number. We went straight to uh, 3G, 4G, 5G, etc. And this is to show in changing Africa, this energy is there and we've got exemplarity. We're doing business exactly the same language, the same code, the same methodology that is happening throughout the world, but we're doing it faster. And obviously, in the field of uh, uh, creating and developing uh, uh, responsible leaders uh, of tomorrow, if you had to teach something uh, in a school for, uh, for leaders, what is it? that you would be so much passionate about, that you would be happy to, uh, to, to teach it to, uh, to people as, as a leader, and we feel this, that has this sense of a strong transmission. I would, I would take two courses, not one only. I would like to, to discuss and share about two things. One, one, one of it, I mean, you, you know it very well, you're good at it, but I'd like to... To, to bring the African approach about it, which is entrepreneurship. I mean, there is uh, there are a lot of courses at the ESCP about entrepreneurship, but we'd like to I'd like to bring the color of African entrepreneurship because it's very challenging. We always say in French, it's a parcours du combattant, and it's not easy at all in Africa, everywhere in the world as well. But we've got a lot of particularities and the difficult local difficulties. I'd like to share about how to to, to stay focused, motivated, engaged, passionate in uh, African environments in terms of entrepreneurship. Never give up, always continue. I think this is the first one. 
The second one, the second and more default to my heart would be to discuss and share about impact. I mean, you cannot know, Frank, how rewarding it is to do business with an impact vision. You're doing your own business, making your money, but you're making sure that you're doing good with the environment where you're operating. And this is very much rewarding for me personally. And I'd like to share that. I'd like to share examples. I would love to explain what I'm doing about impact. I wasn't thinking of anything else like a better um, uh, final uh, message. It's a big privilege uh, for us to, 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 to have you in, in, in this um, uh, program. And, and so, frankly speaking, thank you very much to you, uh, Hassanen. Uh, maybe if you have a final word, I leave it to you to be made. Thank you, Frank. It was a pleasure sharing this discussion with you. And my, I don't have a final word. I'm, I just have an invitation to all of the community, to all of you. Please do come visit our amazing continent, either for personal reason or come to invest. I mean, we're very eager to welcome all kinds of foreign direct investment and would be very happy to share, to introduce, to partner and to grow the continent all together. And I'm sure that with the energy of everybody, we can do amazing things here in Africa. As a very, very final word, because I know that there are listeners who will be very happy to uh, go on following you with your good ideas and messages. Where is it that they can follow you, if you can tell us? They can follow me on my LinkedIn, uh, Hassan Hiriji, on my Twitter, Hassan Hiriji, or on Changing Africa podcast. And if they love art, they can follow me on my Insta because I'm a passionate about the contemporary art uh, in Africa. So I'm a big collector. They can also share art uh, discussion with me. I'll be very, very pleased and happy. Thank you. And long life to you, of course, and uh, to Axion. Have a great time. Thank you. This is already the end of this episode and I sincerely thank you for listening and I hope that this exchange has inspired and nourished you intellectually. If so, do share it with others. For more insights, don't hesitate to follow me on Twitter and LinkedIn. Take care and I'm looking forward to you joining our next meetings with leaders.